0: Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about one big shift that you can make that will help you create more happiness in your life and relationships. So make sure you check it out. This week, we are going to talk about why we struggle in our relationship and why knowing this will significantly improve the quality of your life and relationships. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless, frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it? ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and to talk about relationships and what relationships are, especially as we're going into the holiday season. So what is relationship? Well, you've heard me say this before, and you will always hear me say this, but relationship is the way you relate with others in your life. And there are different relationship roles that we have. And I was just thinking about this for me, and I'm going to share some of the roles that I have in relationship. I am a wife, a parent, a child. I have in-laws, and so I'm a daughter-in-law. I have friends, neighbors, strangers, the people that I share the streets with when I'm driving the car and those that I go grocery shopping with. These are other types of relationships that I have. And I have a relationship with myself. There are many different roles that we play in our life when it comes to relationship. And this is what is so important, you guys. The relationships we have are created and maintained in our mind. The relationship I have with my husband, it really exists in my mind. The way I experience our relationship, the way I feel about him, the way I think about him and the way I think about myself in relationship to him, all of that goes on in my mind. And this is why I'm saying that the relationships we experience are both created and maintained in our mind. And I'm letting you know how powerful that can be if you really can understand and appreciate that relationship is a mental construct. And I want to talk about this. The kind of relationship you have is not something that can be defined or proven. What do I mean by this? Well, yes, you can determine if you are legally married, but that doesn't define the type of relationship you have, whether it's a good or a bad relationship, or maybe a healthy or unhealthy relationship, because defining a relationship in those terms and in those ways is subjective because it's based on your perspective, which resides within your mind. My husband's relationship with me exists in his mind, and so does mine with him. And I can tell you right now, it's not the same because we don't operate from the same brain. We might have similar values, and beliefs, but we're not wired the same. We have different life experiences. And so what goes on consciously and unconsciously within our mind varies. I can tell you, we don't have the same thoughts, that we don't view things exactly the same way. This mental construct of relationship is so important to understand. Otherwise, we get stuck in thinking that other people create your relationship. What do I mean by that? Well, if I think that the things my husband says, or the way he feels about me, or the things that he does or doesn't do create our relationship then I leave myself powerless. And what do I end up doing? I try to control how he says, acts, or does the things I need him to do so I can feel better about our relationship. You guys, I'm raising my hand right now because this is the way I lived in my relationship with my husband for too many years. And it did not improve anything. In fact, it made me exhausted and miserable. So until I could really understand that my relationship with my husband was something that exists in my mind, that I could control the dialogue, the thoughts, and really empower myself to figure out if this was the kind of relationship I wanted to experience, it didn't serve me. I want to share here a story. This actually is something that happened yesterday. So last night I had told my husband, thanks for the experience, because now I have something to share on this podcast. So I had taken my daughter's. To gymnastics and we had just gotten home. My boys were outside in the backyard jumping on the trampoline and playing. One of my daughters ended up joining them and the other one started her shower routine. So we had this brief moment where there were no children in their little ears to hear a conversation that I wanted to have with my husband, something that was important for us to discuss because we needed to figure out how we wanted to handle this situation with our children. Okay. And so we had this brief moment. My husband was in the kitchen, you know, he was preparing our our meal that we were going to have as a family. And I had this brief moment with no children and just the two of us. And so I decided to take advantage of this moment. And I said to my husband, I said, hey, can we talk about how we want to handle this situation with our children? It was something that was important that was going on and how we wanted to um, address it with our kids. Well, in the midst of us having this conversation and me sharing some of my thoughts, his phone rings and he looks at it and it's his new boss and interrupted our conversation because he decided and said to me, he needs to answer this. Well, in this moment, I want you guys to understand that my husband became my circumstance. What do I mean by that? Well, here is this moment. We're having this conversation and that's neutral. It's neither good nor bad. It just is. And he picks up his phone to answer his his new boss. Again, neither good nor bad. It just is. And my husband says to me, I need to answer it. Like that's all facts. Having a conversation, phone rings. He tells me he needs to answer it. It's his new boss. Like all of that happened. That's circumstance. Now here's where the the relationship component of this story goes on. Because when my husband answered his his phone, I had this thought, wow, this conversation is more important than a call from work. And so I had this disappointment and this hurt that my husband picked up the phone. And I'm not going to say that's good or bad either. It just was in this moment. But then what ended up happening, like our brain does, additional thoughts start coming. Like-minded thoughts start coming. And what were they? Well, I'm not important enough. He must not care enough about me because this conversation was about me. Okay? I'm not his priority. It's work. I'm having all of these thoughts that are causing me to feel anger and borderline rage. Which I just want to point out, you guys, was me stacking these emotions and causing my clean pain of hurt and disappointment into dirty pain in that moment. I want you guys to know his experience of this moment was not the same. He did not think at all that I wasn't important enough, that he didn't care about me, that I wasn't his priority. That's not the thoughts he was having. And so we totally had this same experience with two totally different outcomes. And yes, as the evening went on, there was some stonewalling, there was some silent treatment, there was some anger. And my husband could tell that I was triggered by him answering that call. And being the good man that he is, he actually did what he could to repair the dynamic of our relationship and acknowledging that he could have handled this differently and could have been present for our conversation. I wasn't willing in that moment to accept the repair. I had to go on about it, feeling this a little bit longer, sadly. But when I'm looking at this now, I can see the dynamic that wasn't serving me and what I was creating in my relationship. And so what I want to share with you is a concept that Byron Katie teaches. It is, whose business are you in? Love this, you guys. She shares with everyone that there are only three kinds of business in the universe my business, other people's business, and God's business. So let's look at this. Whose business is it if a tornado happens or some other form of a natural disaster? Well, that's God's business, right? Whose business is it if your neighbor down the street has a yard full of weeds and maybe even a bunch of cars that are always parked outside their home and on the street? Well, that's your neighbor's business. Whose business is it if you are angry at your neighbor down the street because he has a bunch of weeds and cars piling up in front of their house? Well, guess what? That's your business because you're choosing to be angry about it because of the thoughts that you're making that mean. When you are hurt or angered by something, you are mentally out of your business. You're now making external things outside of your control mean something to you and making it your business. And we're causing ourselves so much unnecessary pain. Because here's the thing, when you resist what is, okay, what do I mean by what is? It's, it's reality. It's the reality that there's weeds in my neighbor's front yard with cars piling up. That's reality. But when I'm resisting that, I'm causing my own suffering. Let's bring it back to the story I shared from last night. I caused my own suffering. I showed up from a place with the people I love that I don't like to. And it was totally outside my control. My husband picking up his phone is outside of my control. And I was resisting the fact that he did. And I was punishing me and I was punishing the people around me because I was angered. What does resistance look like? Well, it's the words, the action, and the energy that we're bringing to another person. And so in this example, what did I do? I went silent. The action was short and angered and my energy was was angry. Like I was not happy with my husband and and he could see it, which is why he did the repair work, I'm sure. Because his intention was not to hurt me, was not to make me think I wasn't a priority. That was not his intention. That was my meanings. I was assigning what he did, the action he took. So what do we do instead of resisting? This is where we just need to show up and allow. Allow people to say, do, behave the way that they're going to, and not make it about us. Because that's how we prolong our business. We just need to focus on what is our business, my business. So, what could I have done? Like going back to the story, I could have asked myself, how do I want to think about that work call? How do I want to feel about it? How do I want to show up in my life? knowing that my husband answered a phone in the midst of a conversation. When you start asking those questions, you start determining how you want to experience your relationship. And we stop trying to control how others are showing up. We stop trying to insert ourselves in other people's thoughts, feelings, and actions. Your call to action for this week is to identify whose business are you in. And if it's serving you and your relationships. If it's not, start getting curious about what you want your business to be, how you want to show up, how you want to think. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing,